Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network, a station dedicated to the concept that all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Join Reverend Terry Power HP, Robin McKean, and all the hosts for programming covering a wide range of spiritual topics right here on Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on An Emerging Forest, what can we know about the future? Can we know specific events? Or can we know general dynamics? Let's talk about that tonight on An Emerging Forest. Welcome to An Emerging Forest a safe place where we have the freedom to think about life without judgment. We take a look at society, we examine it, and we allow for the possibility of something new, something different. And now, here's your host, Alan Ritter. Good evening, everyone. My name is Alan Ritter, and I'm the host of An Emerging Forest, a program that does pretty much everything from promotions of festivals to discussions of openings of art galleries, personal artist portraits, um, supporting such uh, great events as Permajam, uh, Touch Mother Earth, and other recurring festivals in the area. Um, talking to folks out of the country, talking to uh, folks in London, talking to folks from Australia. So we pretty much do everything, but our central focus and pretty much the focus or the theme that all of our calls always come back to is personal personal growth. And personal growth is something that I try to encourage everyone to move along with, uh, even if it's only a small amount uh, a month, small amount every six months, just to keep that fire burning, just to keep your eye on what you're doing for yourself. Because what you're doing for yourself and what you're doing for your own vision is what you're here to do. Certainly, there's things that you need to do in order to keep rolling along in our uh, dollar or paper money in general fixated society. But for you, that may be completely the picture. But if it isn't, there's something else that you need to be doing. Just a little bit, just a little bit every month or just as much as you can do um, in each given time period. But don't lose sight of, of what passion is. So in last week's program, I was struck by something that a, a, 
something that I had felt a certain way about. And I had felt a certain way about a vision that I had about if I put um, a certain position forward. So if I started a produce club and I just kept doing that, that it would be natural to grow that produce club. It would be natural to attract people to more fertility and more opportunity. Or, hey, I was just putting it out there to see in our society, which is uh, one that is traveling toward lesser and lesser uh, global or uh, game-based fertility and less, and as a result of lesser and lesser game-based fertility, we're traveling toward lesser and lesser mental opportunities and lesser and lesser skills and levels that skills will be taught at. Um, basically a, uh, a soul skill up desert, if you will. And so I said to myself upon discovering this, well, heck, I don't want to go in that direction. I want to go in another direction. So how am I going to do that? And so I had a vision when I first started buying uh, wholesale produce. I had a, a growing club of people. My mom got much, much sicker, and as I was her caregiver, I shelled the produce club. But in March of 2016, I started the produce club again, and my vision was, well, I'll put more, more a larger, um, I'll make organic produce accessible. Folks. I'll make it affordable. I'll buy wholesale, won't charge as much as supermarkets. I'll make a little money. People have a better opportunity buy organic produce, great. Let's see if this will work. And so I've been doing that for three years, three years and maybe a quarter of a year, March, April, May. Okay, let's call it three and a quarter years. Okay, so I had been holding a vision of what the future would bring. And in the last week, I had someone who had joined and someone who was uh, actually someone who didn't, wasn't just a customer, wasn't just someone who was coming to me every week and saying, I'd like to buy ABC produce. He's actually a raw vegan. He was actually on Juice Fast, Juice Feast. And he had been helping me get to the market. He has a pickup truck and we were going to the market every week. He would come and pick me up at a 4 a.m. in the morning. We would go to the night market where you can find really, really good bargains on produce. Uh, really low, low rock bottom prices, $5 for a case of organic apples, $5 for you know, a case of organic cucumbers, 40 pounds of organic cucumbers for 5 bucks, 40 pounds of organic Granny Smiths for 5 bucks. I mean, stuff like that. That's basically that when they're clearing the stuff out and they, they just want to get it off their um, storage floor, uh, there's like X number of cases left that got to be moved. They move them, and they move them by putting a low price on them. If they don't move that low price, they give them away to charity or they chuck them. Now, from, for their, from their perspective, it's not that big a percentage of their overall lot. So this is the way they figured out to do it. Okay. Leave that aside because that's not what that a topic, but it's not the topic for tonight. So he on Friday, he's on a plane. The plane's delayed. He's going to a retreat in Costa Rica, and. He says to me, I figured out, or I have an idea for fanning the club. And he said, I've really thought about this, and I'd like to fan the garden space that we have. And 
He talks about adding garden space at his mom's house in the Blackwood area of New Jersey, and I have just uh, created a garden space at the area in Oakland that I'm sharing, uh, sharing a room in a house. And just days prior to that, unbeknownst to Joe, who's off going off on his retreat, I was offered a half an acre of land to farm in Maple Shade, New Jersey, from another club member. So the next step beyond commercial produce, all commercial produce, be it conventional or organic commercial produce, is sprayed because they're dealing with dead ground and they give all their produce crutches. So it's all uh, immuno. All, all of that uh, commercial organic stuff is immunosystem crippled. And as a result of it being immunosystem crippled, it is nutritionally, it is, it, it, its ability to provide nutrition to you is also crippled. So, you know, okay, you up the um, immunodepressive vaccination uh, requirements in 1998 or whenever that took place. 19, I don't know the exact date. And you also, you know, previous program, you also have immunodepressed crops. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to get a generation that has a shot immune system. Okay, all of the other parents have shot immune systems, going more shot, and then the kids have a step down in their genetic in their genetic immune system because of the aluminum mercury adjuvants that are in vaccines being straight up poison, and uh, vaccination as a, a device for um, creating immune uh, system people, the whole, uh, the idea is a farce. Uh, just go read uh, the website whale.to and understand the, um, that hygiene is bringing measles down and that vaccines were introduced at the last step of um, measles uh, in, it, uh, frequency actually coming down from hygiene and measles uh, walks away with all the credit for removing uh, the vaccine, walks away with all the credit where it was actually hygiene doing the job. But in general, it's just another um, way to continue to rule people is basically make them stupid, make them non-functional, and you can rule them and make lots of money with your medical system. Uh, it's um, it's very it's very gross. Also, another topic, and we're not talking about that either tonight. What we are talking about is we're talking about something that's even more fundamental. And I've had. Uh, I had um, Shelly Sporas on a previous program talking about vaccines. So if you want to uh, listen to a two-hour show on vaccines and their uh, non-efficacy, their poisonous nature, um, that's on my YouTube channel. That's a two-parter, uh, Shelly Sporas um, vaccines. But moving on with tonight's show. I really like to talk about mental, what you can hold mentally and what you can't hold mentally. So saying such and such an event is going to take place in the future can be problematic. Predicting um, uh, the 
score of a football game predicting uh, certain things are going to happen is problematic. Predicting things as a result of consistent behavior is a little bit less problematic. So I'll describe what I mean by that. But I want to take a step back and I want to talk about what tonight's program is in context, what the context of tonight's program is about. The context of tonight's program is about past, present, and future. The past is recorded, in my opinion. Not in other people's opinion, in my opinion. The past doesn't exist. The past, when it happened, was the now. And it was recorded by my soul in full definition, completely recorded. Not just the part I can see, the entire snapshot of that priceless piece of experience was recorded by my soul completely. I have a complete record of that. And then the next instant happens, and it's also recorded completely. So what we have now, we have, is there is no past. It doesn't exist, but it has been completely recorded. So each instant is the now, and there's a snapshot of it in my soul. And the next instant is recorded, and the next one, and the next one, and the next one, continuously. So if you want to move a pen along a yardstick and say that that's time, the pen is accumulating all of the experience. The pen is my soul. It's accumulating all of the experience. Now we can say that the future exists, but the pen hasn't gotten there yet. So the pen can't say certain things about the future. It can't say, I will see so-and-so doing this specific thing. Now, if that person does that specific thing every day, there's a high probability that that might happen. But on the other hand, if we know that we, if we plant a seed and we water it, X number of days between X number of days plus or minus X number of you know days plus or minus, that seed's going to come up if it germinates. That's something that you can say is going to happen in the future if you water it, if your soil's fertile if the seed is fertile. So let's say you have a packet of seeds and you get 75 or 80% germination. You're going to get some seeds coming up. That's the type of thing that you can say, such and such, I have an expectation that if I do this now, I'm going to receive something later. Now, you might say, well, I'm going to train really hard to win this race. No, you're going to be in shape, but whether you're going to win the race or not is completely, you know, that's the the competition, everything. So saying that you're going to be in better shape, you're going to to reap the, the rewards of your training. You're going to reap the crops that you get as a result of putting seed in the ground. Those things are reasonable to expect. 
but praying and expecting an event to happen. Or something like that. That's a that's a little there's a there's a disconnect. There's I'm gonna be in better shape. Sure, you did the work, you're gonna be in better shape. You followed the diet, you followed the exercises, you got enough sleep, you're hydrated, you're in better shape. You worked out, you know what your times are in your race distance over a period of a half a year, you know you're in better shape. Winning the race has to do with you going out on that particular day and performing. And that may or may not happen. There may be a quirk in, you know, in that particular day and you don't perform. Also has to do with your competition. Do they perform? So that's, that's two different things. So... On last week's show, I was talking about realizing that if you had a cause that was holding that something would happen in the future, And if it was a type of event you're holding to in the future, like winning the race, like um, the second coming of Christ, maybe you shouldn't um, expect that Maybe you should uh, look at that in a logical fashion and see whether you should really expect that to happen. In addition to that, at the end of the program, I realized that I had been holding an expectation for causation of future events by my actions with respect to the produce club and my actions with respect to fertility generation in general. So I thought about this on and off this week because problems like this are what we hold or let me say that a little bit better. Let me say that a lot better. In our core, we hold things a certain way. And if we hold that the earth is a globe, if we hold that men is descended from apes, if we hold that men travel to the moon in uh, rockets, if we hold that there are satellites scattered about the um, low Earth orbit uh, of the planet, if we hold all of these things, They may or may not be true, but if we hold something in the future like the second coming of Christ and it um, rules our vision, changes the way we behave, um, clouds our judgment. Um, it will 
it will by necessity interfere um, interfere with our ability to um, clean our glasses, um, see clearly, uh, operate in fuller connection to reality. Now, it is a reality to be connected to where you've got these things going on, but if you've got these things going on and you can figure out that they're illogical, when you put them down, when you put them to bed, you can drive your vehicle more effectively because you've... Um, You've removed a drag on from your um, zoo of interfering beasts. So the question that I wanted to ask, the question that I wanted to review tonight is, is it reasonable to hold expectations about the future? And what expectations about the future, what types of expectations about the future can you hold and what types can't you hold? And I feel that that is an auspicious note. On that auspicious note, we will take the bottom of the hour break. I will play my favorite song, Dave the Bard, Green and Gray. See you back here shortly. Recognition fell across his face. 
to International Pagan Radio. You can hear your favorite artists such as Dave the Bard, Tawatha Dea, Spiral Rhythm, S.J. Tucker, Murphy's Midnight Rounders, and many, many more. Join us for exciting shows like Ask a Witch and Storytime with Rook as well. www.internationalpaganradio.com on the net or on TuneIn Radio on your mobile devices. Join us on Facebook and Twitter too. International Pagan Radio, all pagan, all the time.
Welcome back to an emerging forest on the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. We hope everyone was able to stretch their legs and get a drink. And now, back to Alan. Welcome back, everyone. And, of course, today is the last show in May of 2019. Very interesting. The last show in, and there'll be, okay, so there'll basically be one more month until half of 2019 is over. Amazing. Okay, so we're talking about the future. And we're talking about, let's say, you're threatened or you've allowed your worldview to be so twisted up in drama that you think a particular candidate getting elected or not getting elected is a really big deal. And At the end of the campaign, that candidate either gets elected or they don't get elected and you're either elated or crushed. But 12 months prior to that um, event, um, you're praying ceaselessly for, let's just say, for that thing. That is what I would call an irrational holding. And all of the things that you do to make that happen don't connect you they they don't connect you with reality they disconnect you from reality which is one of the reasons why elections hopefully do that and many many so many things in our society have no connection to the real power um You know, what's going to happen on game shows and what's going to happen at sporting events and what's going to happen in the stock market and foreign affairs and all of these things are written in a book of fiction. So they have no connection to things that you can actually control. So let's talk about things that you can actually control. You can actually walk out back or you can actually go to a park and you can groom an area and it can become more fertile. You can pick up trash. You can become involved in a project that buries logs underground and makes a fugal culture, H-U-G-E-L-K-U-L-T-U-R. And it sequesters carbon. It doesn't put that carbon through an incinerator process into the atmosphere. And that's a huge way to promote fertility and improve 
mental state of the space that we're in. And from that, from those simple actions, you can expect the future to be brighter because of your actions, because you know that that stimulus is going into fertility of other minds. Because the more you do that type of an activity, the more your mind is stimulated, the more other people's minds will be stimulated as a result of your activity. On the other hand, if you burn stuff and eat lots of meat, um, which is a direct connection to a, uh, an agricultural process that's destroying the environment through waves of um, uh, livestock poop and their carcasses and their blood, etc., that's exactly in the opposite direction. But what's not connected the process of the process of fertility is this um, this um, religious attachment to future events, which are um, static politics, television shows, movies, paragraphs. Uh, cartoon characters, that's all static. We just get so wrapped up in that stuff. But then there's also predictions of sporting events. Now, those sporting events are going to take place. I can predict an exact score is also unconnected. It's not something that you can... It's not something you can do. It's not something, as I'm saying, that you you have an expectation of quid pro quo as a result of your um, your actions will lead to a general, it will lead to an incremental shift in fertility, which will create more um, opportunities. Why is this important? It's important for people who want to play the game that they think about things like this. That's why I think about things like this. I want to play the game better. I want to play the game with better glasses on my face. Just this last week, I went and got an exam on my class on my eyeglasses for the first time in 15 years. And that's a huge change in what I want to do. I want to open my eyes. I want to look. I want to see. I want to be seen. A huge psychological shift. It's also a psychological shift to actually be thinking in detail about these simple nuts and bolts because these simple nuts and bolts of how we approach playing a game is what we will actually focus on and what we will actually just let go as a distraction. Oh, somebody's trying to distract me with this political contest. Of course it's meaningless. A government will be elected either way. And governments are anti-fertility. I don't need to pay attention to that. They take down the government and or governments or reduce their size drastically but there'll still be a government if there's elections going on, so why should I be concerned about their machinations? So when we see the fertility that we eat contributes to a better body later, and fertility... And when we inject fertility into a group we form, like I did with the produce club, it does the same thing. 
then we can understand that how how we want to act in the world and what we can expect as a yield of that action in the future, tomorrow, at a, in a situation that doesn't yet exist. So, if you start a produce club and you have wholesale produce and you're putting more of that into the community and they like your product and they come and they buy more and they're eating more, more even though it's organic or commercial agriculture, they're eating more whole produce. That improves food fertility. If you create a hugel culture, if you seed that with plants, if you plant trees, on top of it, and less of that um, waste wood or waste in general was burned as a result of what you did. If you find a company that you like because they create a product in packaging that is well thought out and it doesn't create, it creates less trash, you popularize that product that gets used more. That's something that you can expect a result in the future out of. Now, I'm not saying that temperatures are going to go down because temperatures might just be due to a solar cycle. And that's something that is woefully under-emphasized in the IPCC. The International Panel for Climate Change. And the language in their summaries is so shot full of maze and night bees and mumbo um, jumbo, and we don't really know. But then they try to come on the nightly news and tell you that we know exactly what's going on. And their own, their own freaking documents say that they don't know exactly what's going on. So if we put down all of the false holding about the future, we put down all of our, that is, I mean, that's how to play the game. If you want to understand the game, you want to understand the rules of the game and how to play the game, well, nobody handed you a manual, so you have to figure it out yourself. You have to figure out What things you can say, I have an expectation, I have a sound expectation that as a result of this action, I can expect the following. Because if you just run unsound expectations, you're not playing the game very well. So what am I saying about this? Is this all about gardening? I think it is. I think the mind is a garden. I think that your attitude toward yourself, my attitude toward myself, the glass. Was one of was one of hopelessness, self disgust, giving up, not seeing a bright future. As a result of the path that I took in 2000, and probably way before that, it was very depressing. Very depressing growing up. But I had been in this culture for X number of years, and I was probably just a happy client of this culture, constantly depressed. That's what this culture does. It makes people constantly depressed. It's constantly less and less and less and less opportunity for skills to be learned. Less tomorrow than there is today because of the care for the land, the care for the minds as a result. 
Props are getting crappier. Immune systems are getting crappier. Less uh, expansive minds are being created. That's just a uh, recipe for depression. So you come out the other side of that and you realize, okay, I think that I can make a protocol for going in the other direction. Well, the first question you should ask, which is which is one we never ask, of course, is is what I'm thinking actually sound if it makes sense. So when I bumped up against a logical issue at the end or during during and also at the end of last week's program and it had a severe uh, impact or it sent up a big flag about what I was actually doing in the world holding something, I mean I basically said well we should drop all causes because they're predicting events in the future but there are some general principles that you can hold about the future from the now. You can hold that if you're building fertility, you will build fertility. And if you're reducing fertility, you will reduce fertility. Those general trends hold. And so as a result of my mental wrestling match that took place this week, figuring out these details, I said there's no better time or place to make this uh, understood than to talk about it. And for many people, this is going to be boring. And I'm sorry, uh, in a lot of cases, I'm just a really boring guy. But I like to know how the game is played because the game is very important to me. The basic nuts and bolts of the game are very important to me because I would rather not waste time. Well, I can waste as much time as I want to, but at this point on this particular issue, I wanted to think about it, and I wanted to think about it in a rather public fashion. Thank you, one and all, for listening to me live tonight, Sunday, May 26, 2019, between the hour of 9 p.m. and 10 p.m. This broadcast is originating from Oakland, New Jersey, on the east coast of the United States, just across the Delaware River from Philadelphia in the great state of New Jersey. And as I encouraged everyone at the beginning of the program, I will also encourage everyone at the end of the program. This program is called an emerging forest. This program is a direct reaction to the prevailing trend, the majority trend of decreasing fertility and decreasing options for soul skill learning. This program is about encouraging you to find time 
do your passion, regardless of what your passion is, the thing that you intend to do, the thing that funds you, the thing that keeps you up at night, the thing that you need to do. You are a cause. You are a personal cause. That's why you're here. As a soul, you need to push that rock forward. Please push it forward. Please find time to do that. I don't care what it is. Out beyond the oceans of right doing and wrong doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Please come into that field. Don't think that because I'm so-and-so that um, you can't do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. You can't talk about it with anyone. Don't talk about it with anyone. You need to push that forward regardless of what it is. end tonight's program, I'd like to talk about, I'd like to give a short commercial for what I do. I run a produce club in the southern New Jersey, the southern New Jersey area, the Oakland, Collinswood area. My um, recent compatriots also run similar produce clubs in the Levittown, New Jersey area. There is one running in Middletown and Rising Sun slash Elkton, Maryland area. And there's also folks in Cleveland, Ohio, Fairfax, Virginia, Milksville, Virginia, Fayetteville, Arkansas, and a few other places, including... Sacramento, the Sacramento area of California, who also run produce clubs as a result of my, uh, as a result of consulting with me. I do not know about everyone who's buying wholesale. I know that a lot more people than I I can conceive of buy wholesale. People who taught me, who, people who, whose, videos I found on the internet sort of after I started buying wholesale. Um, like uh, the world famous um, Growing Your Greens, John Kohler, who has traveled the world uh, showing people how to buy wholesale at various locations in various markets around the world mostly around the United States, but around the world as well. So there's a there's a community that I'm not connected to. I'd like to be connected to it. Uh, maybe I should just uh, send somebody an email and become connected to it. If you want to... Um, get more information about how to buy wholesale in your area because I certainly can guide you to any any place. I can guide you to wholesale any place, and I do that. But if you are in the southern New Jersey or southeastern Pennsylvania area and you want to get more information about what I do because I connect to people in Pennsylvania as well as people in New Jersey, my email address is R-I-T-T-E-R period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com That's Ritter period A-L-A-N 88 at gmail.com Fertility is very important. Fertility leads to opportunity. Opportunity leads to whether you have the ability whether you have an available teacher here for your needs. And a soul is going to get very upset about not having a future in which there are going to be great teachers coming along and being in a body that they can learn from. A body can be an animal body, a tree body, a rock body, or a human body. It doesn't matter about the body. It matters that Souls are going to get very upset about 
outside from the downside perspectives. And there's a lot of people who like downside perspectives. I don't happen to be one of them. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Spiritual Unity Radio Network. Join us seven nights a week for exciting programming covering a variety of expressions of faith. And remember, all manifestations of the divine are equally valid. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.